Hey there, how's it going? <sighs> energy, energy, energy. Um, I just kicked my dog out the room. I usually let him stay in here, but he snores and shit. And you know, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of it. So I made him leave and go across the hall into the master bedroom. Let him sleep on my giant California King ass mattress. That very many people in life don't even get the opportunity to sleep on. And now my pit bull is sleeping on it. The, the point is, I'm like apologizing to him. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. We I just can't. I, I can't. We can't do this. And just give me an hour, you know? And then you can come back in here and we could kick it. We could do what it is we do. And he lays on the bed. I'm, I like put the blanket. I'm like, do you st stay here? I kiss his head. I'm like, you stay here. You'll be all right. You stay here. And then I come back in the office and I shut the door behind me and I lock it. I don't know why I locked it. But I definitely locked it. And then I was like, huh, I don't, that's kind of weird. I don't know why I locked it. Like, he's not going to, you know why that's weird, right? You know why it's weird that I would lock the door. I don't want a podcast right now. Um, Not in the best mood. And uh, I'm exhausted. Running on fumes. On absolute fumes. But I feel like I should podcast because I should at very least plug the fucking show tomorrow. <sighs> fucking come to East Los Angeles and uh, come to the art show. No, no, no. Let's be more enthusiastic than that. What say you? <sighs> I'm hanging in a gallery tomorrow. I'm actually very excited about it. I was there last night. I went to drop off my, uh, my framed photos and I, I met Muds there and helped him. With some with some shit around, we we painted some of the scratches in the walls. We hung up some tarps on the uh, the chain link fences outside to kind of make it. Uh, you know, I, I don't honestly, I don't know why we did that. I don't know if it's like to prevent the wind or to prevent outsiders from seeing what's going on inside. I don't know. I didn't ask questions. He just asked for help, and I was like, certainly. And now there's tarps draped across the chain link fences. But uh, yeah, tomorrow, or no, no, t today, because I'm recording this yesterday, but you're listening to this today. I'm recording this on Thursday, and uh, the show's Friday. But provided you listen to this the day it comes out, the show will be today. You see how that works? So, tonight, if you're listening to this on Friday the 26th of May, come out tonight from 6 to 11 p.m. East Los Angeles is in Montebello. The address is, it doesn't really matter if you just go to my Instagram and click on the link in the bio, you'll get all the information. But just for shits and giggles, I will give you the address. The address is 3015 West Beverly Boulevard in Montebello, California, 90640. It's going to be a good time. If you go to the link in my Instagram, you can RSVP. You can buy a ticket for $20, and that supports the artist, supports MUDs, helps them recoup some of the expenses, this and that. You get free food with that. You get a drink ticket with that. You get some prints and some other nifty things that MUDs has kind of put together in a, a gift bag of sorts. But uh, you are not required to buy a ticket, and no one will think any less of you. But RSVP, though, like the kind thing to do, would be to RSVP because it gives them a head count. It kind of lets them know how to plan as far as the stock in the bar and, and, and the food and and this, that, and the other. You know how party planning works. But with that being said, like you don't you don't really need to do anything. You just kind of show up, just show up. You know, like show up and get in, come hang out. It's gonna be fun. And while you're at it, follow me on Instagram at gvdz double oks same handle on Twitter. And Facebook at OTWD Podcast on Instagram. On the way down.net will take you to the YouTube page. Subscribe, you son of a bitch, you. Last but most importantly, if you'd like to support this show, you can do so at patreon.com slash OTWD. Five dollars a month gets you access to exclusive interviews, unreleased episodes, some other things. Just go there and give me money. The gypsy woman told my mother before I was born. I got a boy child coming. He's gonna be a son of a gun. He's gonna make pretty women's jump and shout. Then the world wanna know what this all about. 
Gadzooks is a great name. On the way down means jumping off the cliffs and building your wings on the way down. Right? That sounds like some bullshit. You Irish son of a bitch. Like when people are stunned, say yes. like Gadzooks. That's a gateway drug. My third eye open. I like, <laughs> Gadzooks is not a bad name. Okay, first things first. Rest in peace, Tina Turner. Ike finally won after all these years. Um, No, but for real, rest in peace, Tina Turner. She was a goddamn legend. A legend. You know who is arguably more of a legend, though? Like, with all respect to Tina? You know who might be more of a legend is Angela Bassett, who played Tina Turner in the movie, the biopic. What's love got to do with it, I believe is what it's called. Like, why wouldn't it be called that, you know? I don't know if you've seen that movie. I don't even know who you are, like who it is I'm talking to. But that's a goddamn good movie. I'm a big fan of Ike and Tina. Like, Tina Turner, eh. But, like, the old Ike and Tina music is really good, goddammit. Like, it's really good. Like, yo, could they have done a better job casting that shit? Lawrence Fishburne as Ike Turner and then Angela Bassett as Tina? Like, yo, they, they were Ike and Tina. Lawrence Fishburne, a bad motherfucker. I feel like we talked about him on this. Did we talk about Lawrence Fishburne? I'm sure. I'm sure we have. Oh, we talked about his daughter. <laughs> That's right. What's her name? Amanda? No. Montana. Montana Fishburne. She's like a porn star. I don't know if she's a porn star, but she makes porn. That's a weird distinction, you know? I feel like if people are on the internet fucking, like their friends or, or whoever knows about them, like, oh, yeah, she's a porn star. Like, eh, that's like saying you're a movie star because you were on like a, you and your friends made a YouTube short, like like a short film, and they put it on YouTube. Like, yeah, he's a movie star. Like, uh, not quite. Not quite. But Angela Bassett, a bad motherfucker, man. I feel like Angela Bassett underrated. Like, if we talk about the best actresses, like, which is not a conversation I have often, so maybe her name does come up in, in the conversations had by people who have those conversations, you know? But I don't imagine it does. That's kind of a deep cut, like, to, to name drop Angela Bassett. Because, like, who, who would qualify for regular people, like, having a conversation, like, the best actresses of all time? You're going to say Meryl Streep, who is, could just get, I mean, I would just, I mean, I'd love to just, I mean, I think about something, I mean, the things I would, I mean, the laws I would break, I mean, yo, the the shame I would bring upon my family. I mean, the confessions I would have to, I mean, yo, I mean, yo, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I mean, Angela Bassett could get, I mean, I'm not really into black chicks. <laughs> that sounds bad, but I, it's just a preference. And like, I've, well, never mind. Um, I'm just more into like older white chicks. It's just older white chicks and older Latina chicks. Like the only the only older white chick better than Meryl Streep is Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Mm, mm, mm. Dr. Quinn would need a doctor when I was I mean, not to fix her up, but I mean like to perform the abortion, you know? Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. I'll, I'll pretend I'm sick. Nay, I will make myself sick. I will fucking, I'll, I'll, yo, I'll, dog, I'll, I'll get polio just to, just to have her listen to my heartbeat or whatever they do, you know? And that was back in the days. So like, dog, I'd get, I'd get gangrene or something in my leg just for the privilege of watching her saw my legs off. <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? I told you I'm not in the mood for this shit. I feel like I've been talking for the last five minutes and haven't said shit. But also, you know what I'm saying, you know? But yeah, Angela Bassett's an underrated actress. Let's 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 go to the Google machine. What say you? Let's see what Google has to say about this. Let's see what Google's opinions on this matter are. Um greatest actresses. Of all time. I wonder if Angela Bassett's on this list. I bet not. 
I bet not. I see a whole lot of white women. I see a whole lot of white women. Catherine Hepburn. I don't even know who that is. I feel like I know the name. Meryl Streep, number two. Audrey Hepburn. Oh, I'm going to assume those two are related. Isn't that Breakfast at Tiffany's? Audrey Hepburn? I think so. Oh, she looked, hmm. oh she's a British actress. That's even better. Because not only is she she's a cute little thing, I can imitate her all day. She'd get so sick of me. God, she would get she would get so sick of me. Cause you know I'd have to exaggerate it, you know? She'd wake up in the morning, roll over like mm, good morning, love. I'm like, good morning, love. <laughs> Like, why do you always exaggerate so whenever you imitate me? Like, why do you always exaggerate when you imitate me? <laughs> oi, oi, right, right. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? <laughs> right, give us a kiss then, love. And may I ask, what's an old bloke like myself got to do to get into your knickers? And before you accuse me of blatant racism, no, I did not say the N-word. I did, however, say knickers. Knickers being the way we Brits describe the underpants. <sighs> yeah, so Audrey Hepburn's on the, the list. Betty Davis. God, why are all these bitches like a thousand years old? Any one current? Okay, Kate Winslet. There you go. She's also a Brit, a British bird. Kate Blanchett, Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, obviously. But I mean... Is she? Marilyn Monroe. I mean, is she though? Natalie Portman, Julianne Moore. Mm, Julianne Moore. Mm, Julianne, show me some more. <laughs> Stupid. Sigourney Weaver. I seen her. I met her. I didn't meet her, but I saw her in a pool when uh, I got to go on the set of Avatar 2. Shout out my homie DJ Nay. And I saw, uh, who's the director? You know, the guy, Titanic guy. I saw him, and then I saw Sigourney Weaver in a pool. And that's all I've got to say about that. I mean, other than that I obviously have to address the fact that her name is Sigourney. I mean, how, you know? How? Why, but also how? Why, sure. Like, definitely why, but let us not forget how. Why, but also, and more importantly, how? How is that your name? You're telling me that someone named you that. You'd have me believe that your name is that. That's fine, but I have a question. How? That poor thing. I mean, you can imagine. Because she's old. And so, you know, kids were just... It ain't the same breed of kids that we've birthed of late. Like, you know, kids were probably rude. But honestly, like, some jokes write themselves, you know? Like, the work just showed up done <laughs> at school. Like, the bully, you know, you, you, you rhyme people's names. Nick the Dick, Big Booty Judy, you know. But then little Sigourney shows up. And the kids are just like, Sigourney, uh, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's fine that way. Sigourney, our work is done here. That's your name. <laughs> Like, I'm sure we could find rhymes, but why bother? Why waste effort tormenting you more than your parents already did, you know? Like, they're the real bullies. Judy Garland? Mmm, Judy Garland. I love, man, Wizard of Oz, you know? Helen Mirren. I've seen her. Nicole Kidman. The whole point is, I doubt Angela Bassett's on this list. Viola Davis? Get the fuck out of here. I'm just saying, like, you can put her on there and not, not Angela Bassett, Susan Sarandon, Julia Roberts, so hot. Goddamn. Charlize Theron. Mm. Is it Theron or Theron? 
Theron sounds like how my black friends would say Theron. Yo, anybody talk to Charlie Theron? <laughs> Stupid. Julie Andrews, shout out. Scarlett Johansson, overrated. Ugh, Sandra Bullock. The first ever trans, you know? <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, the point is Angela Bassett's nowhere to be found on this list, and that is a travesty. Underrated. Do you guys care about any of this? I often ask myself that. Like, I'm having an okay time, you know? Oh, Jodie Foster. Ugh. <laughs> How disrespectful. Just to read a woman's name and just be like, ugh. <laughs> All I'm saying is, she was never in any real danger in Silence of the Lambs. Because not even Hannibal Lecter eating that. Hannibal Lecter loses his appetite with a quickness. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter show up hungry and then see what's on the plate and be like, Yes, I actually ate earlier, thank you. Regrettably, I had a rather large meal before I arrived today, so I do thank you. However, I will have to pass. And then the host invites Hannibal Lecter to say grace. He's like, yes, love to. Shall we bow our heads? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask that you bless this meal in the hands that prepared it. However, uh, regrettably, I will have to pass. <laughs> I ate earlier, you see, so. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and for this meal that I regrettably must pass on. I actually came straight here from a dinner party in which the meal was quite bountiful. And so while we do give thanks, I regrettably must pass. I can't be the first person to acknowledge the fact that Jodie Foster looks exactly like Buffalo Bill. Like, what's her name in the, uh, what's her, uh, Clarice? Like, I, I can't be the first person to make the connection between Clarice and Buffalo Bill. They look like the same person. I mean, if they both showed up together, even Hannibal Lecter would be confused. I'm having quite a bit of trouble telling the difference between the two individuals who stand before me today. The only thing I can be certain of is that, regrettably, I must pass. I was going to move on from this, uh... I was going to move on from whatever this is, but... Let's see who else we can make fun of, you know? Oh, Hillary Swank? Oh, too easy. Too easy. I mean, ah, it's so easy. <laughs> I mean, we've all seen Million Dollar Baby, right? It's that boxing movie starring Hilary Swank, directed by Clint Eastwood. But what people don't realize is that actually wasn't the first time they worked together. Because, you see, Hilary Swank actually played the horse Clint Eastwood rode around in Fistful of Dollars. Little known fact. When Hilary Swank sneezes, it sounds like this. <laughs> Why are we shitting on Hilary Swank? She's probably a nice woman. She's probably a decent, God-fearing woman. I mean, at very least, I know for sure one person who appreciates her, and that is her dentist, because that's a whole lot of teeth to work on. That's called job security. And I know I got some goddamn nerve in me talking about anyone's teeth, but tell me I'm wrong. That bitch got a whole lot of teeth. That, that bitch is part horse, part alligator. That bitch got Jim Carrey mouth. I mean, she looks like the zebra in, in Madagascar. I mean, she looks like she's wearing a football helmet. <laughs> With the face guard. I mean, she could only drink out of plastic cups. She'll break every wine glass she puts her lips to. Sippy cups only for her. Like That bitch could bite through a Bible. I wonder how much money she has. Let's see. Hillary Swank. Net worth. 70 million? God damn. 
How much money does a dentist have? All right, I'm back. I had to leave. I had to go pick up my kid from school and then drop him off somewhere else because, you know, I'm a fucking Uber driver these days. But what's funny is on the way home, I passed a, uh, it's, it's a nice neighborhood, you know what I mean? It's a nice area. Lots of expensive cars, lots of white people, lots lots of older white people in older expensive cars. And uh, I'm approaching a light and I see this really old Mustang. It's like Dodger blue with a white rag top. Really nice. I'm not really a Mustang guy. I'm truly, I'm not even a car guy, but I recognize, you know, I recognize beauty when I see it. And the Mustang was already stopped at the light, so I pull up alongside of it, expecting to see an older white man. And I look over, and it's an older white woman. Speaking of older white women, we were just going off about older white women. Now, this one in particular was nothing to look at. It, it wasn't it. It, you know? She wasn't, uh, she wasn't up to Meryl Streep caliber, you know? But... She didn't see me look at her. <laughs> and she probably didn't even see my car approach because she was up there by herself for a while. And I look over and she pulls up from her lap a little plastic bottle of Seagram's whiskey and takes a swig and puts the cat, like screws the cat back on and then realizes I'm watching her and she looks over at me real quick and sees me looking at her and she just takes a second and then winks at me and then drives off into the sunset. And you know, we're getting married now. <laughs> All of a sudden, like she became in that instant, she became very Meryl Streepish in my book. Like that's someone I would hang out with. Not much to look at, but you know, I'll go down on her. I mean... <laughs> Uh, terrible. But shout out to that old lady. You old fellow fire breather, you. Just out endangering the lives of citizens in Anaheim Hills. Which is scary because my kid's on the cusp of learning to drive. Well, he is learning to drive. But he, he he's about to be out there in the wild without me in a vehicle. It's a very strange moment in my life. Very strange point I've arrived at in my life. And actually on Mother's Day, that's how we, that's what we did for Mother's Day. We, uh, we did breakfast and all the Mother's Day shit. And then we took him out driving. We were out for like maybe, I don't know, two hours or something. Just around the neighborhood. And this is a very, this is a difficult place to drive in general. But it's, I imagine, a very hard place to learn how to drive. Because it's a lot of hills, a lot of winding roads, a lot of blind spots. Lots of, you know, drunk old white bitches and Mustangs. It's a it's a difficult place to learn how to drive. But I figure, you know, you learn how to drive here, you're, you're pretty much set anywhere you go that isn't the Dominican Republic. Anywhere that isn't Thailand. Thailand is wild. Thailand is a wild place. Actually, <laughs> I wrote a joke about Thailand. It has nothing to do with the driving, but... I talk about, and this is true. Like when I was a kid, I always thought Thailand was an amusement park, because you know, like Thailand, Disneyland, Legoland, Adventureland, you know. And then I got to Thailand. I grew up, and I actually traveled to Thailand. And when I got there, I realized it's just a bunch of brothels and whorehouses. And I was like, oh my god, I called it. <laughs> this is an amusement park. I was right all those many years ago. The only real difference being a picture of yourself on the rides at Disneyland will cost you $20, while a picture of yourself on the rides in Thailand could cost you your marriage. Um, I had a fucking weird experience last night. I went to work. I, I worked like a quick four hours or something at the club and then got off at 9.30, I think, and then drove all the way to Los Angeles to drop off my photos with Muds. We already been over this. Got out there by like maybe 10.30 or so. Hung out with him for like an hour. Helped where I could. And then I left to come home. It's like 35, 45 minute drive. And uh, I was hungry, you see. But it ain't the best neighborhood. So I'm like, you know, I see menace to society. I know what happens when you go to the gas station, you know. 
I, I, I know what lurks in the shadows. All that to say, I swung by Jack in the Box. I'm like, fuck, man, it's kind of late. I don't really want to eat a burger. I don't want to eat, you know, I, I, we got to look after these edges. We got to take care of these, 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 these sharp edges. We ain't as young as we used to be, you know. So I was like, I guess I'll just get some chicken nuggets. <laughs> Which to this day, I mean, who don't like chicken nuggets, you know? But to this day, every time I order chicken nuggets, I think back to a time I was on the road with a bunch of rappers. And my friend Thesis, who's been on the show, ordered chicken nuggets. And I think that's all he ordered. And our other friend, Wino, he looks at Thesis and he's like, man, why don't you get a burger like a man? You over here eating little dino nuggets, man. That's that shit my son eats, man. <laughs> and we, you know, I thought that was very funny. We all had us a good laugh at our friend's expense. And I think of that time every time I order chicken nuggets. So I approach a drive-thru with full intention of just ordering like a 10-piece nuggets. Something to hold me over. Get some protein in my body. But then, <laughs> through the power of advertising, I see some new shit they got at Jack in the Box. It's like the ribeye. It's like too many words, to be honest. And that was the first red flag. My guard was down. I was feeling defenseless because before this, I get to the studio and I keep going. <clears throat> I got like a tickle in my throat. I'm like, why? What, what, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? And then Muds is like, yo, are you sick or something? And I'm like, nah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Am I getting sick? So I took care. I was like, all right, I'm going to stop hitting this vape. Yeah, I vape. Okay. You can suck my dick till it detaches from my body if you feel a certain way about that. Okay. I'm just trying not to smoke cigarettes. But I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I might be getting sick. I might, I, I might could catch me a virus. So I pocketed the vape, and I was like, I'm not going to hit that anymore tonight. We're just going to deal with it. We're just going to do without. So I guess, in my potential sickness, my guard was down enough that I'm like, ooh, I'm going to try that all-new ribeye, bacon, smoked, smokehouse, whatever the fuck, you know? There's so many words. Like, truthfully, just show me a picture of it, you know? And I knew better. But, again... Vulnerable. I was out here vulnerable in these streets. And I was like, ooh, I like ribeye. That's my favorite cut of steak. I wish in that moment I had a trustworthy person with me that could remind me, like, yeah, I know you love ribeye like most people do, but just a reminder, this ribeye ain't really like that ribeye. The one you have in your mind, this ain't it. So the guy's like, yo, what can I get you? Whatever. I'm like, yeah, bro, let me try that new uh, ribeye thing you got. That that ribeye, that ribeye burger, the smokehouse rib, the one with like nine words in it. You know which one I'm talking about. Let me get that motherfucker. And then let me get a 10-piece nuggets to go with that. I still ordered the nuggets. Still ordered the nuggets. I specifically didn't want a burger, so I decided to get nuggets instead. But I got a burger and the nuggets vulnerable in these streets man i pull up pay for it he gives it to me cool i'm on my way home i reach in the bag and pull out a box that i assume the nuggets are in i open it and grab what doesn't feel at all like a nugget the texture feels like a nugget but it's long and cylindrical and i'm like i don't know maybe i i don't recall having nuggets from Jack in the Box before. Maybe they're doing a whole lot, you know? Maybe they, I think, I can't remember who else does that. Burger King, maybe? They have, like, chicken. It, 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 it looks, I mean, Google it, you know, if you need a picture. But they're like chicken sticks. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, chicken nuggets is funny. Like, this, uh, the term is funny, but we're used to that. Chicken sticks, I'm going to need some more time to get used to. So I'm like, okay, maybe they have nuggets like Burger King then. And I take me a bite, 
and it's not chicken at all. It's cheese. I'm like, this motherfucker gave me mozzarella sticks? A, who the fuck would order mozzarella sticks? But B, who the fuck would give someone mozzarella sticks when they ordered nuggets? So many questions. And I'm like, ooh, it's, uh, you know, I just feel filthy. Like, I'm just not now, now it's midnight and I'm eating fried cheese in a bad neighborhood. That's how my life is turning out, you know? So I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I guess I'm just taking the L. Because there's only four of them in there. I, 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 I wanted 10 nuggets, but instead I got four mozzarella cheese sticks. Disappointment. A cruel disappointment. I'm like, all right, well, at least I got this burger, this ribeye burger. I can't wait to tear into this. And I got to tell you, it was terrible. And I'm not a picky person. But, like, it was awful. It was awful. It was so awful, in fact, that I ate the whole thing. And then, because I was hungry, you know? I'm, <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out here vulnerable in these streets. Might be getting sick. Hungry. I ate the whole thing on the freeway. In between bites, I'm like <laughs> taking nibbles of, the, of these mozzarella cheese sticks. Like, oh, these guys, is not what I ordered at all. But I mean, I'll take a little bite. No, no, no big deal. Just for the crunch. You know, they were very crunchy. And then the punchline is I ended up eating all the mozzarella sticks. What the fuck is going on with me? You know? What's happening? Because I stopped myself after two. I'm like, all right, you already ate two. Let's, let's chill. In fact, let's take these other two home and we can give them to your dog. Your dog will be absolutely thrilled to get some mozzarella cheese sticks. He don't care that they were supposed to be chicken nuggets, you know? What is it to him? But I ate the other two. The long drive, you know? I got bored. I don't know why I'm even telling you this. But that was the start of a really weird night. Because I got home. And I did something. This is like. <laughs> this is a Doug Stanhope bit. He's like, you ever try to do this? I feel like I've said this on the podcast before. I hear something weird. You ever try to do this? I tried this once in Cincinnati. You ever try to sleep sober? <laughs> it's fucking impossible. You just lay there because that's when the circus comes into play. Da, 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 da. You know, he does this whole bit and it's one of my favorite bits of all time because I find it so relatable. Guys, I never go to sleep sober and that's a problem. I'm aware of that. And truthfully, I would go seek help for it if I liked life more. If I felt the need to better myself, you know? But that's a whole nother issue, compounding issues. And the only reason I didn't crack a bottle of wine when I got home is because I started feeling under the weather. I'm like, all right, we're not vaping. It won't kill you one night to not drink a bottle of wine before you go to bed. You're tired. You've had a long day. You were hungover this morning. I was. I went fucking golfing and karaokeing, two things I never do. But the previous night, I ended up doing both of those things. You know, because alcohol poisoning. Ice Cube! And so I was just barely starting to feel better when I went to work. And, you know, I'm just, like, tired, though. Vulnerable in these streets. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. It's By the time I got home, it was, like, 1230 or something. All right, just go to bed. You want to wake up. You want to work out. You definitely don't want to get sick. Let's just go to bed. Cool. I'm proud of myself. Like, yeah, see, this is a this is a responsible move. This is the responsible move. So I go lay down. And uh next thing I know, the sun's coming up, and I haven't slept a wink. A wink. But in that time, all the silence and the darkness and the soberness allowed for all the thoughts to come in, all the darkness to creep in, you know? Because what else are we going to do? I don't know how you are, but when I can't sleep, I think. Or I do something else to occupy my mind. 
which I probably should have done. I should have just gone downstairs and watched TV or, or gone on my phone or some shit. But instead, I just chose to lay there and stew. Like, yo, your grandfather passed away. That means your grandmother's going to pass away soon. And for that matter, remember back when you were a kid and you finally realized, like, oh, my grandparents are old people. Like, you see old people and then you see your grandparents and you never really think of them as old people. You just think of them as your grandparents and everyone else's grandparents are old people. Like, I distinctly remember coming to that realization and then my mind was like, yeah, remember? Remember that? Yeah. Uh, your parents are actually older than your grandparents were the day you came to that realization. And just in case that doesn't freak you out, your child is older than you were when you came to that realization. And just in case you managed to make amends with that, in case you're laying here in the dark and you have a moment of gratitude that somehow outweighs the existential dread pouring into your body at this very moment in time, just in case, just in case we go feeling better. Here's some more for you. You ain't shit. You ain't going to be shit. You know you're never going to be shit, but that doesn't stop you from being the most selfish person in your life and ignoring all your responsibilities and letting so many people counting on you down because you are delusional enough to ride this wave, uh, hoping that one day uh, you'll become shit. But you know you ain't shit, right? Like, some people think you're the shit, but those people ain't shit either. Like, you see people you want to be like and, and people who have what you want, and... You're lying to yourself if you think you have it in you to work as hard as they do every single day in order to achieve what they've achieved. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself and everyone else. So here are the options. We get off this roller coaster and try to be a normal person. Hopefully putting back together the pieces of what we allowed to break and stay broken along the way. Or we hang ourselves in the garage. But you can't do that. People need you. Do they need you? Do they need you or do you need them? And do you need them to need you? Are you bad for them? Would they be better... Without you? Did you seriously need to eat all four of those mozzarella sticks? The ones you didn't order and didn't even enjoy? How long are we going to do this? This being everything, the way we do everything. How long are we going to do this? You've been in New York eight times, seven or eight times. You can't remember. More than five, less than ten. And you've always wanted to take your son to New York. And you're finally doing that. You booked the flights, booked the hotel. You're taking your son and your wife to New York in July. So you at least got to stay around till that's over. But that seems so long from now. And then after that, we got the other thing. And then the other thing. Could it be that the reason you're so afraid of a completely blank calendar, the reason you're terrified of having nothing scheduled, nothing to look forward to, is because you know those things are kind of all you have. They're not only all you have, but they're also the only reasons you have. The only reasons to not, etc., etc. Is this a game you play with yourself? Is this just a constant perpetual game of cat and mouse and most days you can't figure out whether you're the cat or the mouse? Did you really need to eat all those mozzarella sticks, man? <laughs> I don't mean to get dark, but I'm dark, so you know. <clears throat> I feel better now, though. I get real with you guys, you know what I mean? Like, 
I don't need nobody texting me and telling me you love me or asking if I'm all right. Because I love you too, and no, I'm not. But I'm, you Bobby, I, right. you know what I mean? Like, I, a motherfucker go dark sometimes. A motherfucker's been known to go very dark sometimes, specifically when I can't sleep and it's dark in the room and, and there's no stimulation. Anyway, fuck all that. Um, I'm taking my kid to New York, like I said in that horribly depressing rant I just went on <laughs> and might delete. Nah, I ain't deleting shit. Um, New York is my favorite place on earth. You might know that if you listen to this. Truthfully, I want to live there. But I have a family who I love. And we want different things, you know? That's okay. I feel like Anaheim Hills is a good little compromise. Maybe just California in general is a good little compromise. My wife wants a simple life. My wife wants to, like, churn butter and shit, you know? But I want a very big life. So I don't have a big life, but she doesn't have the simplest of lives. So I feel like it's a good little compromise. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Lennox, I'm coming for you. But uh, we're finally going to New York with my kid. Um, I've been there so many times, and I've never gone to the Statue of Liberty. Because I've always wanted to wait until he's there with me. And the irony being, I'm not sure he gives a shit about the Statue of Liberty. But I'm kind of excited. I'm like, yo, I've never actually gone to Liberty Island and like gone up in, gone up in the bitch, you know? I've never gone up in the bitch. So we get to see what that's all about. And truthfully, if we decide there's so much to do there, if the day comes and we decide, eh, fuck all that noise, then... We just won't. But we're gonna do the double decker bus, which I highly recommend. If you if you've never been to New York, or if you've been to New York but you've never done the double decker bus, you need to get your life together and make better choices. Cause you're missing out. It's the best way. It's truly the best way to see the whole city. I recommend you do it first. So that's how I visited New York. The first time I went, I don't remember how old I was. It doesn't matter at all. But I think I was like 25 or something. And the first day, we jumped on the double-decker bus, and we just rode that shit all day. And that's how you see the city, but you also get a better idea of like, okay, that's there. I want to visit that later. I want to come back to that. But they also take you to a bunch of places you don't necessarily care about enough to, like, make a special trip for it. Like the Men in Black, uh, the building where they film Men in Black. Like, that's cool. I don't know if I would take a train and risk my life to go see the shit. But it's cool to see, like, as you drive by it on a bus. And you got to sit, yo, if you get a double-decker bus ticket and you sit at the bottom, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know? You could have rode the subway. You got to go on the top. Where you can see everything. You can smell the air. So we're going to do that. We're going to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. We're going to get artichoke pizza. We're going to ride the subway. We're going to go to Brooklyn and see all the Jews. <laughs> we're going to go see Jay-Z's house. Like all the shit I love doing every time I'm there. Now I get to do it with my kid. And he'll love it too. It's going to be a great time. I told him we can only watch New York movies until then. We got to watch all, all the New York movies. Juice, Home Alone 2. What other New York movies are there? I mean, Men in Black. There's a lot of New York movies. Above the Rim. Take him to Rucker Park. Take him to Harlem. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. I'm traveling a lot, and I like it. Like every weekend is booked up. Spend the next weekend in La Jolla. Now I'm going to Oceanside this weekend to kick it with the homie Swells. And then next weekend I'm going to La Jolla for the whole weekend for my 10-year anniversary. And then the following weekend or two weekends after that, I can't remember exactly, but I'm going to Arizona to kick it with my pops for a couple of days. We just swim in a pool and drink vodka. What could be better than that? 
Then I got some other shit I can't quite recall. And then we're going to New York. So pray for me. Pray I figure out how to fucking sleep somewhere in between all those activities. Um, I'm kind of out of shit. I kind of feel like we should just find more people to make fun of, you know? That's what happens when you stray from the comedy. You start talking about sad shit. I'm very tired. I just literally just made a mental note that I have to turn my fan. Like we have one of those, those, uh, what do you call them? The fans that they, they have a stand, like the ceiling, not a ceiling fan. We have a ceiling fan too, but like next to it, it's, it's like a, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I sleep with that purely because it makes noise. I'm a very needy sleeper, um, which is funny because I'm the least needy person in real life. Like I blend into crowds. No one ever got to worry about me. No one ever have to look after me. I can hold my liquor. I'm good at communicating. I'm not a picky eater. I pitch in where I can. I clean up after myself. I'm, I'm, I'm the least needy person ever. And I truly believe that's why I have as many friends as I do. However, when it's time to sleep, I turn into a, a, a toddler. I need everything to be just right. I wasn't always like that. But, you know, who was always like anything? We change. We evolve. Sometimes for the better, but not always. But it's so annoying, this fan. It has a fucking light on it. When you think, yo, why do, there's so many lights that don't need to be lights. There's so many things. Like, look around your house. How many of your appliances have a light that you don't need? It's like, call back to a few episodes ago, like my microwave. After it's done microwaving, it'll beep every 30 seconds to remind me that I haven't taken the shit out of the microwave like I needed that. I know it's still in there because I don't have it in front of me. But like, why would a fan need a light on it to indicate that it's on? Because I know it's on when it's spinning. If I can feel a breeze, I know it's on. The fuck's the light for? There's only one thing that needs to have a light on it. You know what that is? A light. A light that allows you to see. Flashlights. Spotlights. Now, now I'm fucking singing the Kanye West song. Um, but yeah, this fan has this blue, like, it's like a the brightest blue light. And it just shines right in my fucking eyes if I don't turn it away. I had like a t-shirt wrapped around it. I'll be waking up in the middle of the night and that shit's just staring right at me. I'd all drunk, just wake up, feel like I'm getting abducted by fucking aliens. <laughs> anyway, it's just, I'm I'm all ADD at the moment. This is just me remembering that I need to turn my fan around and perhaps I'll, I'll manage to sleep better. Um, let's go to the Google machine, huh? Oh, yeah, Viola Davis. Viola Davis is a politician? Is that the same one? No way. That has to be two different Viola Davises. This is boring. Who cares? It's weird looking at this list of the most famous actresses because, like, I know a lot of them, but some of them I don't. That tripped me out walking down a Hollywood Boulevard with all, like, the stars on the ground. Like, it's a trip specifically, like, for somebody who, like, has aspirations to make something of himself and you, if you relate. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of us want to be famous. And you think about how much work it would take how much dedication and perseverance and grit and gusto one would have to possess in order to finally get their name on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like, they don't just hand those out to anyone. Like, you have to have a pretty fucking full life 
Like, your resume got to be extensive. Now, walk down the Hollywood Walk of Fame and try to keep track of how many people you don't know. It's insane. It's it's, it's low-key discouraging. Because it's like, yo, that person worked their ass off to the point where they're on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and I ain't even heard of them before. So, like, what's your chances of being the next George Clooney or some goddamn body? Like, you might be talented, but are you Tom Cruise talented? Like, you might have the juice, but do you have Meryl Streep juice? I'd love me some Meryl Streep juice. (laughs) That's disgusting. Disgusting and inappropriate. I'll put that shit in a highball glass with a slice of orange and an umbrella sticking out that bitch. Um, Let's see. Greatest actors. Actors of all time. Greatest actors. Yeah, see, this one's more... uh, This one's more obvious. You could probably rattle off the top nine. I mean, as far as according to this article. Marlon Brando, Jack Nicholson, Denzel Washington, Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio, Morgan Freeman, Tom Hanks, Al Pacino, Clint Eastwood. Tom Hanks, a bad motherfucker, man. I watched that. We were just talking about him while we were golfing and karaokeing in between those two activities. I'm like, Tom Hanks obviously caking off. Like, he's been compensated handsomely for his contributions to the world. But I feel like his name don't get mentioned enough. Tom Hanks a bad motherfucker. I watched that uh, A Man Called Otto. And for some reason, it really resonated with me, you know? (laughs) But he's so good. He's awesome, and his kids are awesome, too. Tom Hanks a bad motherfucker. Denzel Washington, I mean, come on, dog. Leo, come on, dog. That might be the top three right there. Denzel, DiCaprio, and Tom Hanks, and low-key, not even low-key, high-key, the highest of keys, motherfuckers be sleeping on Mel Gibson. And it's because the Jew thing, you know? And I get it, but can the motherfucker act or not? Because if he can, what does it matter, at least when you're talking about good actors? Now, if the list was greatest actors who aren't racist that he might not make that cut, you know? But you can't sleep on my man, Mel. Oh, Johnny Depp? That fool's top five. Sean Connery. Dustin Hoffman? Oh, Harrison Ford? Tom Cruise? Daniel Day-Lewis? Eh. (laughs) I just hate how all the hipsters in the world always talk about Daniel Day-Lewis. There will be blood. Will there be blood? I mean, he's great, but, you know, Anthony Hopkins. There we go. Hannibal Lecter himself. Is he dead? I don't think Anthony Hopkins is dead. Is. Okay. You got to go to Wiki. And if it says is, he's alive. But that shit is crazy. As soon as someone dies, you check Wiki and it's like was. It changes to was. I think I talked about this when... Um, when um, Anthony Bourdain died oh Sam Jackson talk dirty to me dog Sam Jackson the goat Sam Jackson's the motherfucking goat alright let's piss ourselves off you ready this is what we're gonna do we did actors and actresses just to kill a little time and send this one home let's see how infuriated I become greatest rappers of all time I mean, this is like the actors. It's even more obvious. You know, it's Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z, Nas, Eminem. And then they have Lil Wayne. Don't disagree. Kendrick Lamar. I mean, Kanye West. We all know I love Kanye West. And I fuck with Kendrick a great deal. Not necessarily for rapping, though. I mean, this this is controversial. They have 50 Cent on there. We all know 50 Cent's one of my favorite 
but I wouldn't call him one of the greatest rappers. I just fuck with dude's music a whole lot. He's going on tour. Yeah, you better goddamn well put Andre on there. Andre number one. I gives a fuck what any of you think. Especially if you don't write raps. I refuse to get in rap conversations. Like really heated rap debates with anyone who doesn't write raps. Because then you're just like a guy who watches sports. Arguing with someone who plays sports. Who knows what it's like to be on the court, on the field. What were we talking about? Oh, 50 Cent's going on tour. The 20th anniversary of Get Rich or Die Trying, one of my favorite albums of all time. So everyone's sending me like, yo, you see 50's going on tour? And they don't really want to go see him, but they know I want to go see him, which is, I mean, that's, that's good person shit right there. They're excited for me, even if they're not excited themselves. And for whatever reason, I slept on it. I was like, yeah, I'm obviously going to go. But I didn't buy tickets to the show in L.A. at Staples Center or whatever the fuck it's called now. That's always going to be Staples Center. And I regretted it. I think they're still available. They're just like way more expensive. Because capitalists, you know, did their thing. And then last night, I just happened to go on Instagram. And he said like something like, because of high demand, we added some shows. And one of the shows is in Irvine, which is like 10 minutes from where I live. So I mean, I mean, I mean, I got to go. I obviously have to go. Probably take my kid too. See, this is shit that drives me crazy. On this same list, they put Gucci Mane and Future. Come on, dog. That ain't the same thing. Ain't even the same goddamn thing. That's like saying the best actors are DiCaprio, Denzel Washington, and Rob Schneider or some shit. Like, all respect, but eh, ain't the same thing. Ghostface Killer? I guess. (laughs) I mean, I guess. I have a love-hate relationship with Wu-Tang. You already know this. Oh, Royce the Five Nine made the list. Good for him. Jada Kiss made the list. Good for him. MF Doom made the list. Good for him. Anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? <sighs> All right, I think I'm gonna go. Thanks for putting up with this and uh, supporting. And I hope it was somewhat entertaining to you. I had a good time. Kind of pulled me out of my funk. So there's that. At the very least, there's that. I'm excited for this show tomorrow. I hope some of you can make it out. I'm going to be giving away stickers. For anyone who listens to this podcast, if you show up tomorrow at the show, I will give you free stickers, OTWD stickers, just as a thank you. I think some of the artists are selling prints. They're like selling, uh, they got merch and shit. I don't have anything. I didn't bother making anything and I feel weird about selling my photos but that's a whole nother story I mean that being said if a motherfucker make an offer you know I ain't ain't stupid I ain't never been stupid so if you're willing to break bread bread we shall break you know bread we shall break but the prints aren't necessarily for sale they're not prints the, the, the framed photos the ones hanging they're not necessarily for sale but also I mean everything's for sale Everything's for sale, baby. But yeah, as a thank you for coming, I will give you stickers. I keep saying tomorrow because I forget that this is going to come out the day of the gallery. But I trust you know what I mean. May 26th, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. East Los Angeles, East of the River Studios. I will be there with bells on. So come hang out. Come support the homies. And me, if you want to, it doesn't matter. I just, I'm just doing it because it's fun. I'm, uh, I've, I've kind of fallen away from photography, only because I'm passionate about other shit. You know what I mean? But when it pays bills, it pays bills. So, it's hard to fully say goodbye to it. But I'm grateful for the invite, and I am very 
proud of the photos I'm hanging. I actually told Muds. I had to thank him. I shot him a text. I'm like, yo, Loki, I appreciate you inviting me because I wouldn't have framed these. I mean, it was kind of a pain in the ass. You got to resize. You got to size them to the size you want. Then you got to get them printed and then make sure they're good. And then you got to order frames. Decide, you know, what size of the frame you want. Because if you add the, um, like the, uh, um, you know, the, the border, the white border around it, like it's just a lot. It's, it's a lot to think of about. And, and also there's money and all that shit, but I wouldn't have gone through that hassle if I wasn't invited to it, but just being able to see my photos, some of my favorite photos I've ever taken, like in really nice, high quality frames all lined up next to each other. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of dope. It's kind of dope. Provided someone doesn't buy them, I'm definitely looking forward to hanging them up in my office, the little office I'm in right now. I got a few walls. They don't got shit on them. My photos will look very nice on the walls. Unless someone buys them. Then they'll look very nice on your walls. They ain't for sale. But everything's for sale, baby. Anyway, hope to see you there. And if not, I love you anyway. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for listening. OTWD Podcast on Instagram at GVDZ, double OKS on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. On the way down.net will take you to the YouTube page. Please subscribe and share it with someone who might also subscribe or at very least get some laughs out of it. And uh, patreon.com slash OTWD if you'd like to support. I'd very much appreciate it. Please take care of yourselves to the best of your abilities and all the people around you who you care about enough to take care of as well. And fuck all the rest of them. That's all for this episode. I'll see you next time. I love you, baby. Goodbye. <laughs>